We're just uh, getting in touch right now with uh, News Talk 1010's royal correspondent, Corinne Hall, uh, to talk about uh, uh, King Charles. Uh, just so you know, because uh, we're just getting her on the line right as we speak, uh, he has been diagnosed with cancer. Interestingly enough, he was sent in and they made, you know, for the, I think one of the first times uh, ever, uh, they, they actually made quite a bit of disclosure about the fact he was having some treatment for an enlarged prostate, which normally is not uh, cancerous condition. It's just something that many men experience without having cancer. But in the course of all that, and they haven't confirmed that the cancer is related to the prostate, in fact, I think they've said it isn't, uh, they said he had cancer. And uh, this is quite unusual uh, in that normally the royal family is very quiet and tight-lipped about health-related matters, but I think they're getting into the 21st century by saying, look, if you're the head of state and you, uh, as, as he is for us and for uh, people over the, overseas, uh, then, uh, you know, you owe it to people to tell them what's going on. Anyway, we'll try and see if we can get a bit more information from Corinne, who's always uh, pretty well informed of these things. Good morning. How are you doing? Or good afternoon, I guess. Yes, good afternoon here, John. Yes. Exactly. How are you doing? Fine? Yes, thank you. Yes, the reaction here was actually total shock last night. I'm sure it was because you know yeah. for, people have all their different. And I, I have the had the privilege years ago when he was Prince Charles of meeting and having a very sitting in a very small dinner with uh, now King Charles, and found him to be a most interesting, way ahead of his time in talking about things like mm. climate change and so on, and, and a mo most engaging person. But there are lots of opinions. But everybody is always sorry and sympathetic and caring when you hear that someone has an illness like this. And I assume that's the reaction uh, with the British public. Yes, it, well, first of all, it was shock because the news broke literally as the six o'clock news came on air last night. And then when the shock wore off, people then started sending messages. There's been messages coming from all over the world, support, sympathy, and all that sort of thing. So, you know, the whole world seems engaged in this. But I think also the fact that the king has decided to share this news rather than just fob us off with, oh, the king isn't very well, he won't be doing any engagements for a few weeks. We know now that it is something significant. And I think that one thing is a change because that was something the late Queen would never have done. She never shared any information about her medical condition unless it was absolutely necessary. And I think that he's done this so that other people going through the same thing know that they're not alone and that it can even happen to a monarch. I think there's that, and I think that is a very important public service that a leader like him can uh, can uh, you know can demonstrate. But also, I think it is the fact that he recognizes. And I I rec when I had that dinner with him and a lengthy conversation in a very uh, kind of intimate way, uh, he he's also ahead of his time, and I think he understands. You just can't go on any longer saying, "Well, we're not entitled to know what condition our head of state yeah. is in when they have very important responsibilities." And so I think it he, he recognizes new rain, that. New rules. You know, yeah. he's determined to do things differently his own way to what his mother did and to move the country on a bit in that sense exactly you know so it's it's been good there's been quite a lot of changes but i think it's very cruel that less than 18 months after he becomes king after waiting 70 odd years to do so that this should happen i agree well cancer is always cruel really no matter cruel, who it affects really, isn't it? yeah cancer is cruel whether it affects kings or anybody else uh, tell and me uh, has yeah, there been great leveler has there been any uh, any informed speculation, not that you want to get into the realm of pure speculation, about what this cancer is? It seems to be that they have kept that part for the moment uh, quiet. No, there hasn't been, actually. They've respected the king's wish, you know, not to go into all that. We can't speculate on that. We shouldn't be speculating. Uh, people are saying that they, they think that perhaps some more news might come out in the fullness of time, but we haven't had any actual news. 
it, the only thing we seem to know is that it wasn't prostate cancer. Mm. And well, I know people got a bit worried when he went into hospital. A lot of people here started worrying because he was in a bit longer than they thought. And people started thinking, hello, what's going on? Then he came out waving to the crowds and everything. And Oh, good, he's well, everything's fine. And it was all forgotten. We saw pictures of him on Sunday, walking to church at Sandringham, waving to the people and everything. We thought, oh, good, everything's okay. And then this. Yeah. So that's why it was such a total shock. Yeah, people now... didn't sort of... They weren't ready for it. He's going to be having some treatments. He's going to carry on with uh, sort of the non-visible part of his duties where he receives the prime minister for a visit and all this kind of thing. But uh, there is this provision for, uh, and I don't know if there's any talk of this yet, I'm sure there is, where they have uh, counselors that can kind of fill in, as would be the case if he was out of the country, for example. And I just noticed with interest, and I'm sure lots of people have, that on the list of counselors, which I think he expanded to include his sister, Princess Anne, and others, there are two people, Prince uh, Andrew and Prince Harry, who are on that list. And I guess people may be saying, well, are they now going to be called in to do some of this in their circumstances? Are people talking about that at all? Or is that too sort of arcane for the average person to be getting into? No, they are talking about it, actually, on the news bulletins here. What happened was the Councillor of State is a, a, a body of people who can act for the king, like you said, if he's incapacitated or abroad. It's the monarch's spouse and the next four over 21 people in line to the throne. So you've got sort of Prince William, Prince Harry, Prince Andrew, and Princess Beatrice. Now, Prince Harry, Prince Andrew, and Princess Beatrice are not working royals. So what the king did, rather than cut them off the list, he expanded it to include the Princess Royal and the Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Edward. And I think what would happen if it became necessary, it would be either Prince William, the Princess Royal, and Prince Edward who would act in that capacity. I don't think he would call on others who are not working royals, but that's what's happened. At the moment, there's no need for councillors of state. He's able to do his boxes um, with paperwork that needs to be done. That's not a problem. What the doctors don't want is him going out, meeting crowds face to face, and perhaps ca catching a cold or some other bug from somebody in a crowd somewhere which makes things worse, and that's what they're trying to avoid. I would imagine when he does receive people like the Prime Minister or anyone he really has to receive, if he does it face-to-face, -face, there'll be very strict regulations about it. He could, of course, do it over Zoom or something like that. Yeah, and, but it is another good thing, and you alluded to this earlier on, that um, you know it reminds people, it educates people, it informs people that when you have cancer, when you're receiving treatment, depending on the kind of treatment, uh, you are more vulnerable to even you know what we would consider normally to be minor illnesses like a cold and so on and yeah. that it's going to yeah. help educate people about that because uh, that's one of the great advantages to a king or somebody like him uh, going public with his illness is that people will see these things and learn about these things and they'll learn as well about something undoubtedly he was doing too which is having regular checkups that discovered uh, these yeah. different kinds of problems before uh, before it was too late. That's been stressed a lot about the need for people to go for their checkups if they've got an appointment or they think there's something wrong to go for them, get the mammogram, get the test. You know, it's been said on the radio and the television a lot in the last couple of weeks. And, of course, the complications are increased because, of course, they've still got the Princess of Wales on well until after Easter. Exactly. <laughs> Prince exactly. William's really going to have to pick up a lot of slack. He starts work again tomorrow, apparently, and I think he'll be picking up a lot of the slack in the next few weeks. Well, we'll look forward to talking to you as those things uh, unfold. Corinne Hall, our uh, News Talk 1010 Royal Correspondent. Thanks you very much as always. Thank you.